Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, a king's bed found in another car park, the Queen and Prince Philip celebrate their 69th wedding anniversary, another royal visit to Australia, Prince Harry visits the Caribbean and Buckingham Palace to undergo extensive renovations, so stay tuned. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. It seems King Richard III's remains were not the only thing found in a car park in recent times. The ornate four-poster bed was found dumped in a hotel car park in Chester and later sold online for £2,200. Now, historians believe it belonged to the Welsh-born Henry VII and suggest it is now worth £20 million. Henry VII was born at Pembroke Castle in 1457. Four-poster bed specialist Ian Coulson found the item which was listed as a 19th century Gothic revival whilst browsing an online auction site back in 2010. He placed a telephone bid for £2,200 and won. However, he was in for a big surprise when he unpacked it. So Ian Coulson contacted TV historian Dr Jonathan Foyle to ask his opinion as he believed it was the only surviving Tudor bed. Dr Foyle said in an interview with Wales Online that DNA testing showed the bed belonged to Henry VII, who defeated King Richard III at the Battle of Bosworth. The bed was said to be kept in the painted chamber at Westminster Palace. The bed was commissioned shortly after his accession to commemorate his marriage to Elizabeth of York and to end the Wars of the Roses. It is believed the bed was taken to Lancashire in 1495 during a royal tour. However, it remains a mystery how it ended up at Redland House Hotel, which was built in the 19th century. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. The Queen and Prince Philip have passed another milestone with celebrating their 69th wedding anniversary on Sunday the 20th of November. They have one more year before they celebrate their platinum anniversary. Princess Elizabeth met naval cadet Prince Philip when she was only 13 during a visit to the Royal Naval College in Dartmouth with her parents and sister Princess Margaret. Princess Elizabeth had met Prince Philip at family gatherings when they were younger, so this wasn't the first time they had met, as claimed by some commentators. They announced their engagement shortly after the royal family returned from a tour of South Africa in 1947. Queen Elizabeth married Prince Philip in Westminster Abbey on the 20th of November in 1947. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. King Abdullah II and Queen Rania of Jordan have visited Australia for a short stay in Canberra and Sydney. They arrived in Canberra where they met with Governor-General Sir Peter Cosgrove and later Reith at the Australian War Memorial. The royal couple had meetings with the Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, 
senior officials and parliamentary leaders. Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull said he was pleased to welcome King Abdullah and Queen Rania to Australia as Jordan is one of the nation's closest friends in the Middle East ever since the Great Arab Revolt during the early 20th century. The talks will focus on economic issues, investment and trade, as well as discussing regional and international issues such as terrorism and the fight against Daesh or ISIL. King Abdullah appeared on the Australian program Late Line on the ABC on Wednesday the 23rd of November. We have the link for the interview on our website at rightroyalroundup.com.au with this week's show. The Prime Minister's wife, Lucy Turnbull, gave Queen Rania a guided tour of the National Portrait Museum in Canberra whilst their husbands discussed immigration and terrorism. The royal couple also visited the Arboretum and signed the visitor's book. King Abdullah and Queen Rania spent two days in Canberra before flying to Sydney for the final day of their tour on Friday the 25th of November. The royal couple also enjoyed a cruise around Sydney Harbour. The Queen, who was accompanied by New South Wales Premier Mike Baird's wife Karen, visited the Fort Street Public School to meet students and to see the school's business and technology programs. King Abdullah and Queen Rania will begin their state visit to New Zealand on Monday the 28th of November. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British Royal Family Update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. Prince Harry is visiting the Caribbean for 14 days on behalf of the Queen from the 20th of November, which kicked off with a stop in Antigua and Barbuda. However, he was rather embarrassed when the Prime Minister Gaston Brown mentioned a possible royal wedding and invited him to spend his honeymoon in Antigua in front of 300 guests. Prince Harry has no plans to marry his current girlfriend, Meghan Markle, despite claims from some women's magazines featuring stories about a forthcoming royal wedding sometime next year. Prince Harry was no stranger to Barbuda as he'd spent holidays on the island with his mother, the late Diana, Princess of Wales. The Queen had visited three times in 1966, 1977 and 1985 and Princess Margaret had spent at least two weeks of her honeymoon on the island in 1960. The Prince also met with cricketing legends Sir Viv Richards, Sir Kirtley Ambrose and Sir Andy Roberts at the Sir Vivian Richards Stadium. Prince Harry played cricket with children as he whacked the ball around the field, showing off his batting skills. Prince Harry had played some cricket when he was at Eton and occasionally plays in charity matches. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com. Buckingham Palace will receive a £369 million renovations over a 10-year period. That's about $621 million Australian dollars. However, the Queen, the Duke of Edinburgh and other members of the royal family will remain in residence. Surveyors have said unless urgent work was carried out to replace ancient cabling, plumbing and other services, there was the serious danger of a potentially catastrophic building failure in the future. Master of the Queen's household, Tony Johnston-Burt, warned of significant risks of electric shocks and fire, as well as potential leakage from lead pipes, which could damage paintings. Most of the electric cabling is about 60 years old. Work will begin on the east wing, which is the front of the palace, so the building remains fully operational at all times. Solar panels will be fitted to the roof of the palace to help reduce electricity bills in the long term 
saving about £3.4 million per year. However, the Queen will have to move out of her apartments for a while during the renovations. Buckingham Palace is one of the most iconic buildings in the world and this program is said to extend its working life by another 50 years. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.